0: Hi, I'm Justin.
1: Also, I hate the way my voice sounds, so if you can, like, do whatever Photoshop does to voices, make me sound awesome.
0: And this is my lovely friend.
1: The beauty in the eyes of the beholder. And it's just about getting into the seat of being the beholder. Haley. I don't think you have to be particularly perceptive just think you have to look up.
0: This podcast is mostly just her telling me stories.
1: If you expose yourself to the possibility that this might be really awkward, there, there can be something just really cool on the other side of it.
0: She thinks that her life and way of looking at things are...
1: Oh, I thought I was kind of waiting on you. I thought you were getting your stuff ready. You're waiting on me. Pretty normal. You got to edit out all the misinformation about the Amish.
0: Maybe you can relate. I would like a chance to re-sing the Amish Paradise. <laughs> if you want lighthearted stories...
1: All right, you want to talk about goats?
0: ...and stream of consciousness.
1: I just woke up and needed some friends, and so I bought them
0: then you're going to like the Sunny Side Up podcast.
1: Sunny Side Up. Sunny Side Up. Sunny Side Up. Sunny Side Up.
0: So, if you're at all like me, you may feel that you're living in a world that can be a bit overwhelming and confusing at times. I'm also a huge fan of podcasts, documentaries, docudrama stories, and of just information in general. Between all of that And the social media and news, sometimes our brains can feel like they're on overload. Haley and I hope that this podcast can be something of an anecdote to all of that, like little jello shots of joy and distraction. None of it is too serious or really too informative. Mostly it's just two friends who have conversational chemistry talking about Whatever enters the minds of relatively ADHD people. We hope you enjoy. What's the? By the way, what is that idea of like whatever you start thinking about and focusing on, you start seeing? Oh, it's like... The pop-
1: There's a word for that because it's, it is a true thing. Uh, it's
0: like laws of attraction or something? It's like
1: you learn a new vocabulary word and the next day you hear it three it's times. everywhere. Okay. Yeah.
0: So in that world... Uh, giving a very generous nod to Bigfoot, which did we cover Bigfoot in any of our earlier podcasts?
1: We Well, we have talked about it, but it was a draggy conversation. You probably cut it. Like, uh, yeah, we I were both, I I haven't we gotten were both there yet. on the downhill well, slope. Well,
0: okay, so in case this is like rehashed hash browns, and it might be.
1: Big fan of those.
0: Big fan, yeah. Squirt some ketchup on them. I mean, Go to Awful House and get your fill. I love – that's one of the reasons <laughs> I love Awful House is because yeah, I don't Never. eat their offals. I eat their hash browns. But anyways, <clears throat> so um you introduced me to Bigfoot. What? I, I did? Okay. I not feel, like, okay can you, Oh, my gosh. That's so wonderful. I'm so
1: y- glad I did that for you. Y- but how – Cult, cult. I yeah, just yeah. keep having okay, to no, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. And I really need I,
0: now I now I need to put yeah, I need to put some clarification brackets around this.
1: No, please don't take me down. I need this. No, high. no, no.
0: I'm I'm gonna I will I will take you down a peg to then lift you up three.
1: Okay. Fair? That sounds good. Okay.
0: I what was a av- journey. <laughs> <laughs> I was aware of Bigfoot as a concept. I had never gone to a Bigfoot museum. I'd never looked at a 24-inch Bigfoot turd. Okay, tell you. Well, no, we I'm
1: did that together. So insane. to be fair, like that was new to me also. Well, all I did was tell you where to turn of, the car.
0: Right. You're passionate <laughs> about Bigfoot. Opened me up to the world of like I didn't I don't think I fully realized that there were really people who really believe. Oh in it. yeah,
1: if we're being yeah. fair, all of this credit goes to that guy at the front of the expedition yes. Bigfoot who was so he was legit. Um, he like the conviction with which he explained the metatarsal situation.
0: Right, I think he believes in Bigfoot's like I believe in Jesus. Like you're probably not going to talk me out of Jesus, and you're not talking to him out of Bigfoot, and. You know, there you go.
1: I don't want to talk him out of Bigfoot. I don't either. Yeah. That's a beautiful like, belief. Like, I kind of want to climb up there and sit with him in the Bigfootedness, yeah. maybe just not to the same degree.
0: Would you, if, if Bigfoot dressed up as Santa, would you climb up in Bigfoot's lap?
1: Well, gosh, no. Because okay. Bigfoot clearly doesn't want people in his no, lap.
0: But I'm saying, like, if this was, like, a, a tame... It's
1: also a little weird that we climb into Santa's lap. Like, think of the things that we teach our children... <laughs> About strangers and stranger danger and personal space Fair and enough. having limits, and yet we're telling them, climb in this man's lap, and if hey, you are nice to him, he'll give you treats. It's got sexual predator written all over it. It is. Where did this tradition come from?
0: Okay, but let me tell you something. You want to hear callback to earlier upsides living in a cult? We disdained Santa.
1: Okay, so Santa... And was,
0: Christmas, it, Santa and Easter, was, and all other holidays. Just to be fair, but we did not like sense. Santa,
1: which makes a lot of sense. Whenever oh. Like to any Santa believers who might yeah, hear sorry.
0: this. Oh yeah, do not let your children. Oh,
1: but gosh, if you th- like the stories are fun, it adds a little bit of magic and it's fun. But right. when you step back and look at it, you're like, we're saying there's a guy watching you all year long, keeping yeah. notes and deciding what you do and don't deserve, and then breaking into your house to give it to you. And we're taking our children to set them in the laps of a stranger, in the lap singular of a stranger. Mm. And telling them that if they're if they're good and do yeah, what he yeah. what pleases him, then right, they might right. get a treat. And that's so creepy.
0: Yeah, and a little manipulative.
1: Oh, so much.
0: Yeah. By the way, the real Saint Nick guy was an actual gem. Oh, Such sure. A beautiful, yeah, beautiful it woman. always
1: starts in a good place, yeah. and then we destroy. Or Chris,
0: it. maybe it was. Yeah, whatever. I remember hearing about the real guy. I was like, he actually. By the way, he was anti. I think was anti-sex trafficking or children enslavement or some issue that, like, today is, like, the biggest no-duh ever, but, like, in his day was a kind of like, ah, who cares, or no one really cared or thought about it. And he was really, like, he fought it.
1: St. Nicholas. Was was either
0: St. Nicholas or Chris? Whatever, whoever it's based on. Belschnickel? Belschnickel, I don't know. (laughs) Um, Anyways, when we went to the museum and you really brought me into the fold with the possibilities of all that uh, a Bigfoot could be in my life, that was within, like, a couple of weeks or a week later. I saw the print in my yard. I've been living on this acreage before and since. I've never seen either – it was either a bear print or a Bigfoot. But I saw that print. And I, isn't that weird?
1: That's really coincidental.
0: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The, it's it's like this laws of attraction thing or whatever that word is.
1: It's almost like um, the chronology of time is sometimes glitchy.
0: Mm-hmm. And this is why we, you know we're living in a simulation.
1: Yeah, so much. Right. So much. Like, this week, I uh, I text my husband, like, hey, what about, th- do you know this person? Because I think they have some experience as a handyman. And he's like, yeah, I do. Let me kind of look into it, and I'll get back to you. A couple hours later, he walks inside, and he's like, did you call that guy? And I was like, no, I just asked you to call that guy and he's like well i was just wondering because he's in our backyard right now like oh he was at the shop with a with a brother-in-law working on something he just happened to drive up but it's like
0: that's weird
1: somebody we've never met never spoken his name i would mention it and then a few hours later he he's appears there. yeah so weird and that's why I just walk around saying things like, lots of money in my <laughs> bank account. Yeah. Just speaking good things. I'm yeah, manifesting yeah. it. Yeah, I am manifesting. You're manifesting it, yes. yeah. <laughs> the, manifesting the handyman in the backyard. Manifesting the Bigfoot <laughs> paw print in your yard. Right. Is it a paw print? Is it a handprint?
0: print? Uh, yeah. Unclear. Uh, and I'm sure those who are Bigfoot enthusiasts will uh, clear Have that Have an right
1: opinion. Up yeah.
0: Um, did you go through... Speaking of like we're all in a simulation uh, or in the matrix or something, um, have you? Okay, I clearly remember what was the movie.
1: You clearly was, remember what was the movie? Shaza- <laughs> was it was Shazam?
0: Who is the, who is the uh, comedian? I got it. This is the way it takes my brain like eight thousand years to get to place once ago go. It was a funny.
1: Sh- bo- Shazam was a basketball player, and he was like a genie.
0: The genie guy. Okay. It wasn't Shazam. Shazam was Shaq. But there was the one that was very similar. It was... Charles Barkley? No, no, no. He was a comedian. Oh. And he played in a movie about being a genie. And it was called, like, Kazam or Shazam. I don't remember which. And that movie never existed except tons of us like myself. I saw it on a a video store shelf. Um... When I was a kid, when I no, when I was a teenager, are I you saw- sure it
1: wasn't Shaquille O'Neal?
0: I'm I'm positive. I remember because he because this guy was he was the funny comedian. He had the big earring in his ear. He he was the guy who played with Arnold Schwarzenegger in the movie.
1: See pop culture things. No, I know, I, I know. And I then, can't then I can't
0: these uh, days. here. I'll take two seconds, which uh, I can edit this part right out. Um, let me look up his name real quick. Um, Sinbad, never mind. I don't even need to do it. Sinbad. Sinbad. Was he a basketball player? No, he's a comedian. I've said it five times. Um, he was a comedian. And he did a movie called Shazam or Kazam or something like that. And uh, anyways, now um, no one can find that movie. It never existed. And he says it never was never made. And Wait. yet there, there's tens of thousands of us who remember the My movie. My
1: brother watched that movie. Right, it doesn't he exist. He denies that it existed? No.
0: The world, like you can't find it. There's no copies of it. It literally never existed. The closest that what 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 the people that want us to um, you know that are that are running the 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 uh, simulation, what they want us to think is there really was another one that Shaq did that was called Kazam or Shazam or whatever it was, that was not similar but kind of around the same time um, or something like that. And I guess they they're like, oh, one large black man looks like another. No, I know what Sinbad looked like. But anyways, and then there's the Berenstein Bears thing. You you know that one?
1: No, I don't. But Berenstein
0: Bears versus Berenstein Bears.
1: I, I just wait. I'm still hung up on the fact that I know that that movie existed. My yes, brothers watched it. No,
0: it doesn't. Go, go look hard. It does not exist. Like that is the that is the strongest, and it's called the something effect. Have you heard? What is that term called? It's called the. Oh, this podcast oh, is not going to work if I can't think of stuff. It's called the something effect.
1: Is it just because we get him confused with the Shaquille O'Neal-Kazam? That's what they Kazam? claim. That's...
0: No, but I remember it with Sinbad because Sinbad was so distinct. He was but funny. But he was a
1: sailor, and so are we just getting Sinbad the sailor mixed up with Shaquille O'Neal as Kazam? And how would we all be making the no, same mistake? No, no.
0: We, we remember it right. I don't know why it doesn't exist. That's it's It's called the something effect. What is it called when something you remember exists or doesn't exist?
1: The Mandela Effect? The
0: Mandela Effect. Yeah. I have to edit. This is my brain. It's my struggle. You don't have The Mandela Effect. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So they call it the Mandela Effect. And it was like when I was, when I was being, uh, when I was a kid, it was the Bernstein Bears and I read the Bernstein Bears. And now without a doubt, it is the Bernstein Bears. It changed somewhere.
1: Is it still on TV?
0: I have no idea. We weren't allowed to read or watch T V, but I, I could go to the library and get the Bernstein Bears. And I read the Bernstein Bears. And now there's an extra E in there and it's the Bernstein Bears.
1: I have a book from like nineteen eighty two that was taken from a library and never returned. It won't matter. I didn't do it. But I could see
0: They say it, according to this great Mandela effect theory, it when it when the Matrix switched.
1: All of the uh, everything switched. Sp- yeah. yeah. Okay. We always pronounced it Berenstein.
0: Did you uh, see?
1: But we're South Mississippi, and we just say so true. many things
0: wrong. Yeah. Well, let's go back to to Mr. Sinbad. I mean, you you probably you should ask your brothers about this. They probably have memories of memories of watching Sinbad, the comedian, do the funny show about being a genie in a bottle. It never happened.
1: I just gotta ask them. Yeah, like I'm texting them right do now. It. Okay, which one? Could, Kazam was the Shaquille O'Neal movie, right?
0: Might have been. And I, I, let me look up, um, hold on. Okay, Google, which movie did Sinbad play a genie? Shazam. According to LX, do you remember the 90s movie Shazam? That stars the comedian Sinbad as a genie who appears to a pair of kids to help them deal with a tragic time? And that movie never existed. There's the picture of it and everything. That's Sinbad. Right. That's not a real movie. Doesn't exist.
1: What is the premise of Kazam?
0: Who knows, I never saw it. Is it a
1: genie that appears to kids to help them? Like have we truly just gotten black actors mixed up because we're so <laughs> so racist or whatever? Like ha- yeah. actors frequently mentioned on the web.
0: Okay. What is the premise of the movie Kazam with Shaquille O'Neal? According to IMDb, a troubled kid inadvertently releases a genie who must grant him any three wishes he requests. And that's what they say happened, is, no, no, you're wrong. The whole time it was Kazam, but it's like, yeah, it's a strange thing.
1: I, this is new to me, and it's fascinating, because I, right. I would have given a book report yeah. on that yeah. exp- on that movie, yeah. and now you're saying it doesn't exist, and it I'm like, couldn't. But how... How can an entire community be taken in by the Mandela effect on the same point of error? Well, this That's is so why, strange. This is community like community the- <laughs> transmission of of false information.
0: yeah, I mean, this is like the thing with when a UFO uh, lands or whatever and there's like thousands or hundreds of people who will swear that X, y, and Z happened, but like all the the people that are in uh, in charge are like, no, that didn't happen. It's not real. Although, gotta give kudos to Trump. Gotta give kudos where kudos are due. He did declassify the idea that yes, we have been chasing uh, UAPs,
1: unidentified um, w- aerial phenomenon. Is mm-hmm. that what it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those have been really fun to um, to kind of listen to.
0: Yeah, Dude. what have you been learning about them?
1: Um, Nothing that I didn't already know because I spent the time in the obscure sections of the library as a kid. I was a ton of fun at parties. But, no, I was reading all of those. I was reading all of those <laughs> firsthand accounts of guys from the Mississippi Gulf Coast who get taken into a spaceship yeah. and have their extremities probed and yeah. things like that. So, But also growing up in that, like, ultra-religious environment, the, there was this uh, theory – developed that the stories about aliens are really just demons trying to distract Mm. us from our mission here on earth, you know, so they um, would try to draw the parallels between demonic spirits and aliens probing drunk guys from the Mississippi (laughs) Gulf coast. And I'm like, ah, maybe.
0: (laughs) And then we, uh, well, part of the, part of the thing is the aliens, they just need better representation.
1: Yeah, yeah. their marketing is Alabama poor. Here and Mississippi
0: Earth. or anybody from Florida really, like these are not good – poster children for like being taken seriously like you need like a harvard academic who was scooped up from the courtyard that's true. right like something like that
1: please please get the right specimens yes. so that you would have a better idea of what you're dealing with here on earth or better yet keep getting those and you're less likely to want to come back and take <laughs> the right. rest yeah, of it i don't right. know yeah i just love the movies that we put out that show the the world earth Um, defeating all of our intergalactic (laughs) adversaries it's like uh, yeah it's good to have that level of confidence I suppose like
0: well (laughs) I like um my son my son Micah who is in the marines um and uh doesn't probably, you know, it's not like he knows anything about anything necessarily, but he's around. So, okay, so he is It sounds like
1: you're fixing to tell me some secrets and I want to hear them No, 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 no.
0: There's no secrets to be told, but Uh. here's the thing. Here's the thing. He is stationed at Quantico, which is a massive like, piece of federal property that the FBI operates out of it's where they the the marines train their candidate their officer candidates like if you're going to become an officer in the marine corps you're going to go to quantico it's where that school is it's um it's boot camp for for candidates that want to become officers anyway way also on this property he hasn't said a lot about it but he's told me that there's this like it is truly like the Um, super top secret black ops section of this property and there's a road that leads down it where very large weird looking vehicles will go down and he said it's so top secret that all he knows is that even Marines they, they have no idea what's happening down this road in those buildings in the woods like whatever it is and he said I remember he told me actually one story of this one kid who legitimately got separated during maneuvers when they were running around in the woods doing, you know, war games and stuff, got separated and wandered onto the road and a uh, they have security that are, like, paramilitary-looking and that almost killed this kid because you're literally... It's a shoot on sight, and they're allowed to. They could have killed this guy. They could have killed this kid. But they
1: could tell he was there by accident and had mercy. Right, right. They right. wow. had mercy on him
0: and brought him back. Anyways. okay, so... He's, he's talking about just, like, the way the, the, the types of vehicles and the machinery that drives back there, just from, like, what you can see driving past you, you already know. Like, whatever they're doing back there, it's mind-blowing. Okay. So, okay. It's pain, not just so, a
1: Shriners meeting, a
0: bunch right? of old guys <laughs> right? sitting back
1: there playing cards. Eating and
0: SpaghettiOs <laughs> and, like, throwing darts. <laughs> and, yeah.
1: and pretending like it's top secret. Right.
0: And you just shoot, like, a, a wayward Marine once every 20 years to keep the mystique up. But, um, anyways, no, so... um his theory is when I told him I was like, you know, when the when Trumpy boy um, declassified like all this aerial um, footage from like, you know, obviously the United States has the best air force in the world. We have all the best technology, and these guys are saying we don't know what's happening with these craft. These craft are like flying at like four to five thousand miles an hour, stopping at a dime, going into the water. I mean, just doing it's it's not it's not it's not right. possible. Um, and like, we're now like, okay, we've opened it up to the possibility that it might be aliens, his comeback, which I thought was pretty brilliant was, oh yeah, of course. He's like, what's really happening is some teeny sliver of the government where no, like the left hand does not know what the right hand's doing has invented these, this craft and they're out there. We have just enough sophistication to spot them. We don't know what to do with them. We don't know how to deal with it but because it's such cutting-edge te- technology. And he's like, many of the high-ranking military folks, when you ask them, is this our stuff? They're legitimately saying no, and I have, like, super sure. high clearance. Clear but because there's only, like, 50 people on this crazy project in the whole world, and they're all here, um, then... Um, Basically, his thing was letting it be aliens was such a great out. Like, oh it, yes, it's aliens. So his I like thing, that. right? So his thing was like coming out with it being aliens, it's like, all right, there's too we're getting spotted too often now. We've got this video evidence. Let's just give them what they've always wanted. They've always wanted the United States to admit, yes, there's aliens, and now we can just keep covering this top secret program of UAPs. Anyways, I thought it was pretty fascinating. Not, I will not go along
1: di- with that, actually. I know, I'm kind of there. Like, And also, I mean, wow, that would be super exciting if our technology was that advanced. I know. Because did you watch? You didn't. You grew up in a cult. <laughs> Ah.
0: I love how you had to like smack your forehead <laughs> as you said that.
1: I, you every time I start saying, a... Did you watch Flight of the Navigator as a kid? No. And um, this kid finds like a spacecraft in his backyard and he and this little alien thing kind of get to fly around on it. And this is this. Wow. I would have to re watch it to, to get the details, but it was, seemed like it was like a clamshell mm. shaped silvery. Yeah. And it was reverse direction at the Ooh, you know like yeah, all, yeah. The, all the all things, the cool things all the cool stuff that we don't currently have the technology to do that we know of so i'd like to think that sure yeah like it came from somewhere root it r- r- yeah and it's not aliens i would much rather imagine that we we did that
0: yeah 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 cuz
1: it'd be nice to be proud of something like that right yeah yeah, yeah why not
0: hello lovely friends Thank you so much for hanging out with us and it would mean the world if you would tell other people about this podcast and maybe even spam your social media accounts with just how much you're enjoying it. If you are, of course. Also commenting and rating us on whatever platform you're downloading or streaming from is incredibly helpful to a little startup podcast like this one. On the other hand, If you are dissatisfied with your listening experience, please leave all of that hate on someone else's podcast, just maybe to confuse them a little bit, right? But most of all, we hope you keep looking up and looking for the sunny side of life.